You're listening to the Jim Mint Podcast by GFNF. Your weekly breakdown of sports cards, hobby news, and everything in between. And everything in between. Here's your hosts, Jake and Nico. Yo, what is going on, everyone? Um, welcome to episode two of the Gem Mint Podcast um, by GFNF. Um, we made it to episode two, Jake. We did not get uh, we did not get fired yet. So shout out to uh, Garrett, Vincent, McKay uh, for for letting us uh, continue with this week. Another job. Yeah, yeah, we're still we're still here, and and thank you to everyone that uh, tuned into episode one, and and uh, yeah, we're gonna keep this thing going, and um, you know, just just see how it goes. We'll we'll adapt as we go here, but uh, yeah, yeah, let's 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 dive into it. Let's um. Let's start with Target Tuesday. So we saw, Ouch. yeah, we saw a pretty brutal drop again. No, no new products. Um, it was more or less just, just more, just what optic basketball, absolute football, and it was uh, just, just small stock. Uh, yeah, it was similar to what we saw in the last couple of weeks. It was Target enabling a little bit of new antibot protection and it caused some problems with people running bots it caused some problems with the website even for those going manually and it was overall just a mess yeah i I think they're still trying to help the uh help the everyday man and uh (laughs) and try to help people manually purchase sports cards but i I think they're i just don't think they know what they're doing um and they're uh, making it up as they go no every week is they're coming up with new problems to try to toss off bots and and that in turn makes more problems for them yeah we always joke that there's there's some poor intern in a room um that sits there on tuesday mornings and uh clicks a button to to load the stock and uh yeah i honestly the way the way the way they handle this i i truly believe that's actually the case the um, target fall man yeah blame it on him. exactly um but yeah i mean bot wise you know we we saw KSR struggle a little bit. Um, you know, me personally, I I got a few boxes. I, I know I, Jake. I don't. Did you hit anything? I only ran for one product, and again, my my task didn't even pick up. It was a mess, so I I didn't get anything this week. Yeah, I know. I know other other bots definitely cooked. Uh, st- we think we saw Stellar hit. Uh, shout out to Al for for the heads up there. Um, they go Al. <laughs> we saw, I believe, Koi hit. I th- I think a lot of the the bots that had, um, you know, didn't require any any cookie harvesting. Uh, they had sort of an inbot solution or or an external solution that that they they pay for. Um, those those seem to be the ones that that picked up. But um, the hidden chefs that are usually in the darkness came to light this week. Yeah, exactly. Let them have their <laughs> their week of glory. But uh, totally fine. Yeah. So we we should see another drop. In, in two weeks, hopefully, maybe some mosaic basketball mega boxes, maybe some mosaic football. Uh, but we'll we'll touch on that a little bit later with with some of the upcoming drops. Um, but let's let's get into the tops drama. So, Ooh. yeah. So let's let's start with with Bowman draft uh, Sapphire. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Jake, you want you want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah, so as we as we spoke about last week, we had a lot of success within the group. Um, lots of people with lots of boxes, basically. And 
unfortunately, we saw a lot of cancel emails from Tops go out to people that hit pretty big clips of them, and that is very abnormal for Tops. We we usually see Tops basically ships out anything that goes through, right? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to think it's it's got to be fanatics um, putting a little bit of the hammer down here. We know, I would think so. Yeah, we know they they've been pretty strict with um, with addresses. We saw. At some point over the past year, um, they kind of limit you to, to, you know, one order per address. So even with kind of jigging your address, it was still tough to get around. Um, so or wild conspiracy theory, they hired the target intern <laughs> to run their website. I mean, I don't think it's that wild, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the, their website is absolute garbage. So it, it crashes every time. And yeah, it, it seems like it's like some kids, uh, like high school project, but uh, yeah. So yet to be seen what happens there. We also thought they possibly could have oversold, um, considering we we were checking out before it actually was live, um, you know, to the front end user. So totally possible that they just sold um, way more than than they actually printed, um, which the public was not very happy about. Yeah. So if we if we don't see a raffle like we did with um, you know the last Bowman Sapphire. Uh, you know, where they, they had you enter and they randomly picked people. Um, I think we have to just go with the, the fact that they oversold. Um, and yeah, that just attributed to, to their poor website. But I agree. Yeah. Um, but we also we did have some success on tops this week. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, the Merlin 97 um, drop. Uh, Jake, yeah, you want to touch cool. on that a little bit? Yeah. It's uh, UEFA's newest product for this year. Um, for those of you, UEFA's soccer. Uh, the European League. Uh, we had quite some success last year with products ranging from Sapphire to uh, Merlin products to Chrome and everything in between. And this year they kicked off with Merlin 97. Um, remind me, did, did, the, did these boxes come with an autograph in them? I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's it's two numbered parallels and one autograph guaranteed in them. Um, and the checklist is, it's it's really, really, really impressive. Um it's decently sized, but um, for the box price, I think it was like 140 US um, shipped. Um, it seems like a pretty good deal. I mean, for some of those dual autographs that are in there, I know there's like a Neymar Messi. Um, I think there's a Holland in, uh, I forget who else, I forget who he signed with, but. Um, with my luck, I would pull, if I opened one, I would probably pull out like a bench coach auto. Or something like that. <laughs> I know like three soccer players that I'm looking for. So yeah. I, I mean, yeah, shout out to, to Ginger Ailey. and uh, Momolas for, for holding it down with the soccer because I legitimately Thank goodness. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm looking for. Um but yeah, those are those are selling really, really well. I, I think pre sale I, I think it's around three to three fifty right now. Um but we know with anything tops Europe, you're waiting at least a month, most likely two. Um, until that comes in. Um, yeah, but uh, some of these, it seems like you wait for last year, the longer you sat on it, the more you made on it. Yeah, I mean, for a sport I know nothing about, um, soccer is usually the thing that I will hold um, for product-wise. Uh, just because some of these dudes, like if they transfer to bigger teams, bigger clubs, um, you know, the, the Real Madrid's, the Barcelona, um, you know, they just get so much more exposure playing with, you know, top talent. Um, you just, you really never know who's going to emerge. It's almost in a sense, it's like kind of like Bowman. Um, 
where you got these dudes on some some garbage teams, and then they get traded to the Yankees, or another big market team, and, and all of a sudden, like, you know, everyone everyone's chasing this dude. So, um, but we'll see. I think solid product, and, and you know, shout out to the team for for being on top of that. Um, Personally, I'm more excited for some of the boxes that got delivered this week from Tops. Oh yeah, vroom vroom. We had yeah, we, got- we had uh, Formula One lights out show start showing up. I personally haven't gotten anything in yet. Uh, did you get any of yours in, Jake? They got one box in. I'm still waiting on a few coming. But again, they're coming from where England. Yeah, I think I think I got most of mine on the UK uh, site. I think I think we hit pretty much every site except uh, except Spain because they don't they don't ship direct anymore. But it, I mean, right. I think I saw Momolas talking earlier. I think eight of the forty one-of-ones have already been pulled and and if you're not familiar with the product they are gold frame uh one-of-ones so it's similar to like a tops gold label um if you know what that is for for baseball product wise um or like transcendent um pretty high end looking card but my my question would be how do they combat the weight of boxes with a gold frame because if you don't have a gold frame auto you you have to be a massive difference in weight what did yeah. you think, especially because the boxes were so small? Yeah, I mean, I've heard that it's it's significantly heavier. Like you can you can definitely feel it. Um, right. They can't. I mean, how do they? They would legitimately have to put. They can't put cardboard and like styrofoam because like, yeah, you know, to make <laughs> to make up the weight difference <laughs> right. like would be insane. Um, so I think they just said screw it. Like, if you, you know, send it out, baby, yeah. mass produce it and if send it out. You got a heavy box. You got a heavy box, but um sales wise with that i'm interested to see how the market goes because i see a lot a lot of people that are opening these you know that are pulling numbered hamiltons numbered verstappens trying to get the moon for these cards and i don't see any of them moving um ebay sales wise i haven't checked today but i've been checking mostly every day and i haven't seen anything high dollar move yet so gonna be interested to see if you know, anyone actually makes a jump for, for some of these lower number cards or if people are going to grade them and see how they grade. Because I, I heard, you know, quality wise, they're similar to like a tops on demand card, you know, um, where you, you know, you just whatever print run. And not um, the best, but, you know, we had, yeah. we did have some members I, I noticed in our success channels. We had quite a few members pull some numbered Verstappens, numbered uh, Lewis Hamilton. So some nice cards could do come out of it. Yeah, no, no, they look, they look great. I just, I hope people, um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people, and you probably ran into this, Jake, you know, they think their card is worth a lot more than it is. And it's, I guess with a newer product, you know, in, in the hot, probably the hottest market, um, right now in cards, <laughs> um, yeah. people are going to just try to get as much as they possibly can for it. So I'm looking forward to ripping some of mine. Um, I don't know what the plan is, um, with yours. Um, rip it all baby yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it so um i think that's pretty much it for for tops let's um let's move on to some some more pretty juicy drama Mm. um oh yeah so so mark's cards um you know for those not familiar with mark's cards um he well mark's cards was a certified psa dealer Uh, i believe they were out in california I, i personally have never submitted with them but he they pretty much just just closed up shop um they didn't have um i I know their big thing was in any kind of like you know submitter that i use personally i never pay up front because 
Yeah, at least with PSA, they don't charge you till it ships. And from from yeah, my but- understanding, you know, they were they were collecting funds when you sent to them. You know, not when PSA shipped it back. I I get kind of trying to protect themselves. You know, if you send a card in and it's worth you know twenty thousand dollars and you sent it to them, and then you know it comes back and it's worth twenty dollars, you know. Do you actually, you know, want to pay the grading fee anymore? It's, you know, the, the margins aren't there. So, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we have some, you know, we have some friends in our group, right. That run some group submitting. I totally get the paying up front thing. Um, especially these big group submitters that are submitting hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of card orders. You don't want to track down 500 people to make their payments and stuff like that. So I understand that it's just poor business management is what it boils down to. You can't spend the money like you have it when you need it for when the bill comes due. And that's what happened. He went bankrupt. He used the money. Um, and he was covering for multiple other companies. Obviously the big one that got caught up in the mess was card collector too. Um, who's a friend of our company and, and a very good dude and very good for the hobby. His, his company got caught up in the mess and, and had over $110,000. It sounded like um, worth of cards with just his customers alone. And that's a, that's a, that's a big problem when you have, you're not only affecting yourself, you're affecting other people's businesses that people put their trust in. Yeah, for sure. And seriously, yeah. Shout out Ryan. Like I, I've been watching his content like for, for a while now, definitely one of the first that that I came across, um, you know, on YouTube makes quality stuff. Uh, I've never personally gotten to meet him, but looking forward to that. And, and, you know, he seems like a seriously stand up guy and, you know, he handled yeah, he, the situation he, the best way he could. Um, and, I, you know, I think he was getting um, some unnecessary flack. But, you know, it's the Internet, dude. Like, there's so many trolls out there. Um, it's it's he, inevitable. Ryan, Ryan's an OG in this hobby. He, he started uh, flipping cards and stuff and, and worked from the bottom. And now he, he built this uh, amazing new business and, and has a brand new shop. Um Go check him out on YouTube, Card Collector too. He's got a series about him building his new shop. He's he's great for the hobby. And it, I, I what I found interesting when I was reading through these comments and stuff on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, none of his customers came at him. None, none of his none of Ryan's customers came chewing at him. They they were obviously upset about the situation, but no one blamed Ryan. Now you had internet trolls doing that, and yeah, teams that they like weren't that. even in business with them. You know, right. it's, it's like one of those things. Like, I don't know if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Um, yeah. but yeah, but he, so here's, here's what I'll say. So I saw a video where basically Ryan was, I don't know if he did or not. I don't want to, don't quote me on this, but he was willing to, uh, front the 110 or whatever thousand dollars it was to get his customer's cards back and then basically go to battle with whoever he needed to, to recover his money. But um, it seems like PSA stepped up and helped out uh, Ryan. They released an official statement regarding the Marks cards that we have here, um, basically stating this was an unfortunate incident, um, and their top priority, obviously, is p- protecting the people that submit cards to them. So they're not charging the customers of the Marks cards incidents other than the return shipping for now, and which is cool because that gives a lot more leeway for a big company like PSA that can afford to hold off on their money while they chase it down other than the individual collectors having to double pay for their cards. Yeah. I, I did listen and watch Ryan's video. Um, yeah. He, he went out there, 
he essentially double paid for the submissions, got, you know, his customers cards back. And, and now he's got to, uh, unfortunately probably, you know, battle these dudes, uh, I would assume, assume in court legally, um, you know, to get essentially his money that he paid twice back. So, um, yeah, Wild. just, just, uh, yeah, do you, I guess do your research out there and, you know, try to protect yourself a little bit, but, uh, as, yeah. as we saw last week, right? We talked about last week with the backyard breakers and the whole Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. gold kaboom. Now this, I mean, there's there's some bad eggs in the hobby, uh, but like you said, yeah, do your research. It's it's really important. You can easily lose lots of money if you're not paying attention to who you do business with. Yeah, as the uh, as the old man NFT heads say, uh, do your own research. So uh, Dior, yeah, Dior, bro. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this is a good segue um, into the PSA event. So. Actually, right now, as 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 we're talking, um, we have we have we got a waiting, live one. Yeah, we got the waiting room open for for event. I guess it's technically number four, um, but it's a third one. Uh, I guess in in this series, um, it seems like uh, so. Yeah, so people who aren't familiar with it, PSA has been doing fifty dollars submissions. Um, essentially, you join a queue. Uh, you have to be a silver member or higher, uh, which they've you know have opened back up, so it's a hundred dollars for the year. And you can get um, up to five uh, $50 subs back. And I believe the turnaround is, is supposed to be 90 days. Um, I, I do have an order in from the first event. Uh, Jake, I think you do too. I, I don't know. Mine's in grading. I don't know if yours Same. has. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I, I would expect it to take probably three months. Um I believe that they'll stick to a strict timeline the same way I believe that I would have got my cards back in the year last year. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. We'll be, I guess the first test subjects. Um, so, you know, I know you, I know you like overnighted your cards. Um, <clears throat> the, fir- yeah, the first, I want to be first so. one in, man. You probably were customer one. So, um, I was going to overnight them over to Mark's, but I was like, yeah, I better send them myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. It seems like they're doing anywhere from like 2,500 to 3,000. Uh, each of these events, so probably roughly fifteen thousand cards um, they're taking in, um, you know, every week for this economy. Doesn't really seem like that many, um, so we'll see. I I like the events. I don't know. Do you, what I do. You think about I it? do. I do, but it it chafes me a little bit. Um, I I do obviously being able to submit cards at fifty dollars when our cheapest option for the last six months has been what one hundred and fifty. Yeah, is great. But at the same time, I also have orders that I sent back in November that are still sitting in the warehouse. So now I know, you know, the PSA, when they're, when they're talking about when they log them and they actually put them in, they're, they're good through February right now. But realistically, those orders were sitting in there in November and just logged into the system in February. So I'd like to see them, as long as they continue to make as good a progress as they have been um, in grading over 200 to 250,000 cards a week, which is about the pace they've been on. Um, then we're fine. Yeah, this is great. I would like, I would not like to see the old cards that have been there take a hit because of these new grading events, but you never know. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've told you this, um, privately a couple of times, but I, I'm, I'm really enjoying the hundred dollar level. Um, it's, it's taking like maybe three weeks, um, from when it arrives to, to come back. Uh, and that just seems like you yeah, know that's quick yeah compared to the other levels like you know express and super express like if you got something in you know teetering you're not sure if it's going to 10 
Um, but you still want to risk it. Like the $100 regular level has been pretty great. So we'll see how consistent they are, um, you know, with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's let's switch gears a little bit and, and talk some uh, talk some sports. So we had we had probably what we thought was the best game of the week, um, followed by honestly one of the best games I've ever seen. Um, Unbelievable, unbelievable weekend for football. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, Jake. What do you want to say on that? I mean. Well, let's start from the bottom. I mean, we had the divisional weekend. So we had uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going against Jimmy G and the 49ers, which was a last-minute field goal. It was a little bit of a snowball, right, Mm -hmm. which is always fun to watch. Um, Unfortunately, I was rooting for the Packers, even as a Bear fan, believe it or not. Um, I just think that Rodgers has been battling his whole life against Brady for MVP stuff. And it would just been nice to see. I'd love to see, I want to see the best go against the best. I'd love to, I would have loved to see a Roger, uh, Rogers Brady NFC championship. Um, but that didn't work out for either one of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm, I'm an unfortunate Cowboys fan right now. And uh, I mean, who doesn't want to see Brady go down realistically? Besides, yeah. you know, Patriots fans and, and I guess Bucks fans right now. Um, but, yeah, uh, interesting games. I don't think anyone was really giving the 49ers a chance at all. Um, but, dude, that def- the, that defense is – they got some ballers on there. Um, so, I, I'm excited to see Shanahan and, and McVay go at it, uh, two, two of the great minds um, of the game. I, I'm hoping it's an exciting game. I, I feel like they're going to get real – real technical and, and uh, you know, try to outsmart the other one. So, so that'll be a good one. But, dude, what about Joey B? I mean. Unbelievable. From I, a sports card investing side, Joey B is our guy now. It's insane. That that class, I mean, between Herbert, um, which, you know, unfortunately he didn't make the playoffs. Probably I would have liked to see him, you know, in the playoffs. Um, but between him and, and, you know, Herbert and Joey B, it's tough not to like Joey B a little bit more. Just, you know, he, he had that it. injury and he came back and the dude is absolutely balling like he was in college. Uh, that, I mean, that that offense is dangerous, man. With, with, I mean, obviously, Jamar Chase, I hope uh, – personally, I don't know how you feel about this. I hope Jamar wins the MVP. I have a hard time seeing it because it usually goes to a quarterback and Mac Jones had a pretty good year, but – Oh, you mean that, that offensive, offensive rookie Yeah, uh, offensive – oh, yeah, I'm sorry, an MVP. Uh, rookie yeah. of the year, yeah. Yeah. Offensive rookie of the year – um, I don't know how you don't give it to Jamar Chase. I, I understand Mac Jones had a very good year for rookie quarterback, but dude, what Jamar's doing is unbelievable. Mac Jones, he doesn't stink, but come on. I, I mean, it, it was just all about his his. Uh... I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I think that this is my philosophy on it. When people were investing in Mac Jones cards, good for you. You know, do whatever you want. I personally am not because let's let's be real with it. That's Josh Allen's division. And yeah. it's going to be for the length, as long as Allen's in Buffalo, I think that's the Bills division. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we, I, it's, I still don't know if, you know, it's Belichick Brady, like what a tandem. And it's, you know, it's hard to follow those two up and he's got big, you know, big shoes to fill. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I still think it's a little early to tell with Mac Jones. Uh, you know, he seems like a, a pretty smart kid. And, you know, a, a decent quarterback. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree, though, with with Jamar Chase, man. Like, you got to give that kid, you know, offensive rookie of the year. He was just yep. an absolute baller. 
Um, Let's. What about the best game of the weekend, which was speaking of Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes going back and forth like that. That was that was the most emotional last five minutes of a game I've ever seen. Oh yeah, dude. Me and me and uh, shout out to Matt. We were just talking shit back and forth because like <laughs> once Allen scored or the, the once Allen scored, um, you know he, he started talking crap about you know Josh Allen. Then Mo, then, then the Chiefs scored. I started talking crap about you know the Chiefs, and it, it was just dude, it's just a back and forth. Just you got <laughs> you got to feel for the Bills a little bit. What was like that defense at the end of the game? What was just twenty three points in the last two and a half minutes of the game, bro? We're both of us are pretty big dudes. I feel like we suit up, and you know you throw one of us in the middle of the field. We probably could have like done something. Died? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Maybe like a little speed bump or something. But like, yeah, I, I, I'm good for a speed bump. That's about it. Yeah, but yeah, a couple crazy stats from the game. Um, Mahomes after the two minute warning had 277 yards in the rest of the game. Oh my gosh! And uh, one more that's very painful for me again as a Cowboys fan is uh, the Chiefs' field goal drive with the 13 seconds left took less time than uh, Prescott's QB sneak. Um, Ooh. Yeah. That's so, a little tender still. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll see. I mean, again, we got two two very good games, um, you know, for the championship weekend. Uh, who, who, who are your picks? Who are you taking? Who's in the Super Bowl? I'm thinking the Chiefs are, are a little much for – I'm rooting for Joey B. So I'll say that first. I'm rooting for Cincinnati. I do think it's going to be the uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs against the newly placed Matt Stafford and the Rams. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree. I, I don't think – I think Joey B's got a shot, honestly, like that just with that offense and, and how spotty the Chiefs Definitely. defense has been. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they have they have a pretty good chance to, to go in there and, and take them down. So – We'll see, man. And for all you guys out there saying that the NFL's rigged, stop it. Rodgers, Brady, Allen, all are out. It's not rigged. Yeah. Joey B's just a stud. <laughs> He's just a stud. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's switch sports here to the MLB Hall of Fame. So we had Ugh. pretty rough um, for anyone that's a fan of baseball at all. Uh, we had one, you know, inductee, uh, David Ortiz. Which uh, the Yankee fan in me despises a little bit, you know. Just, it's, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you have to. Um, <laughs> but we had we had some snubs. Uh, so, uh, Jake, you want to touch on it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, so this was the last year. The two that stand out the most to me: um, Barry Bonds, obviously, and Kurt Schilling. Uh, both was Damn, their last disrespect year. Disrespect to Roger Clemens like that. I'm sorry, Roger Clemens. It wasn't <laughs> Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling wasn't even on the ballot. Oh, what time? Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds. Uh, Barry Bonds, obviously, as you know, has been kind of outcasted from this due to the alleged steroid use. But let me put this out there. David Ortiz tested positive. I'm not saying I'm not a Yankee fan. I do believe David Ortiz deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But if you're going to operate under uh, no steroid users are going in the Hall of Fame, you just let one in that actually tested positive. Yeah, I mean, dude, I just always say this, like, I'm not a professional baseball player. If I took stare, I mean, I'm also not in, uh, you know, MLB player shape. Um, but taking steroids does not give you the ability to hit a 99 mile an hour fastball. Absolutely it, not. It take okay. It gives you more power. Whatever. 
but right. it just doesn't give you that that ability to be just a pure app i guess pure might be the wrong word um an absolute you know savage in the box there and barry bonds was just one of the best hitters you know of all well, time and it's just you know so fun to watch like you know i was young when you know he was he's cranking all these home runs but um you know just one of the best to go back and, and watch some of his highlights um, let me let me throw some stats at you on Barry Bonds real quick. We're all we're on this. Yeah. So th- this is the one that stuck out the most to me, the most incredible one. So David Ortiz, who just got inducted, his career on base percentage was three eighty. Very impressive, uh, especially out of a power hitter, right? Mm-hmm. They're not getting all the bloop singles and stuff that a lot of the other guys are. But three eighty. Barry Bonds' career OBP. If you took away all seven hundred and sixty-two home runs, which is the most ever. And turn those into outs, which go against OBP. Three eighty four. That's insane. Isn't that wild? That's just insane. He's he's number two all time. Here's another one. Two all time on the WAR leaders. So wins above replacement. This for those of you out there, this is a, a calculated multi stat tool that uses how many wins that person added to their team or teams throughout their career. Number one all time is Babe Ruth with one hundred and sixty eight point four wins above replacement, which is a whole over a whole season worth of wins. Barry Bonds is number two at 164.4. David Ortiz, 51. Yeah, I mean, and listen, I totally think David Ortiz should be in, in the Hall, too. I don't know if he was oh, the first ballot Hall of Famer, but I guess I don't have a vote, so it doesn't <laughs> matter what I think. But, um, yeah, I, I think he definitely deserves to be in. He was, uh, he was a killer. How do they how do they change rules? What would you do? Uh, Like what would you so as we stand right now today, the MLB's all time hit leader, which is Pete Rose. Yep. uh, the all time home run leader, which is Barry Bonds, and the all time Cy Young leader, which is Roger Clemens, none of which are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean they just need to change how the voting goes. And you got these like weirdos on Twitter, you know, putting their ballots up there that that get a vote and there's like the one dude that doesn't vote for anyone. I think actually, mm-hmm. I think he had his his voting privileges revoked. That's just ridiculous to me. Like, I don't know half these dudes that are voting. I don't think have any idea about baseball um, or yeah. the impact so, a lot of these guys had, you know, in in the league. So how it works for those who don't know the the Baseball Writers Association of America gets to vote, and to be on that committee that gets a vote. You have to have 10 years on a beat is what it's called. So basically 10 years, either writing a column on baseball or something like that. And that allows you to cast a ballot. Um, And then they basically do a percentage vote. You have to be above a certain percentage of those writer votes to get in. Yeah. So I think it starts with the voting process. Um, I I don't see really what else there is to change with it. So yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but um, we'll see, we'll see what they do. I mean, I know like, people on Twitter are very vocal about this. Um, you know, just, just the people that I follow people that don't get a vote, people that do get a vote. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's definitely a bummer, but you know, it's not discrediting, you know, just because they're, they're not in, doesn't discredit what they, what they did, um, you know, on, on the field. So, um, and, and David Ortiz, just shout out to him. He deserves it. Congratulations. Uh, he did make a statement saying that, you know, he couldn't believe that those guys weren't standing up there with him. So, uh, he, I mean, even he recognizes a little bit of the skewed process that this is. Yeah. I mean, if there's, if there's anyone to, um, you know, make comment on, on this, it's definitely, 
you know, uh, next player um, or, or, you know, anyone in the league right now. So, um, yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about some of the upcoming drops again. Still pretty slow in, in you know, retail. Uh, we've not seen anything really new, uh, but we are anticipating Mosaic football. I know we did actually see some in the wild um, that, that, that someone had posted, I think, in some store in, in Las Vegas. Um, so it looks like Blasters, um, you know, have surfaced. So maybe next week. Um, usually Walmart's the first uh, the first to, to, to post that stuff. So we'll yeah, keep an eye on that. hopefully we're updating you on here that we actually had some success. Yeah, and then um, Tops Chrome update. So we saw the Mega Boxes come out, and uh, we're yet to see any sort of Sapphire. Um, but uh, Tops is a bit, bit of a mess right now with with everything. Like mm-hmm. we still haven't seen Bowman Heritage, uh, which was supposed to come out what January eleventh. And uh, yeah, yeah, they hit that snafu with the numbering and all that. <laughs> who knows? Who, I mean, we we'll probably see that in October. Yeah, they might just cancel it honestly. Um, yeah, and then we got Series One. For 2022 so wander wander mania baby yeah i mean i that th- that kid is just he's an amazing player and he started off slow and then just went on that absolute tear and you know his stuff is just absolutely it's exciting great. because i know i know you're a big fan of 2019 bowman as am i yeah um and that people that are new to this hobby that's really what kick-started this hobby i mean the boom obviously with the pandemic and stuff shutting down and People having more time to collect and stuff obviously raised it the most, but the, the hobby really started getting rejuvenated with Wander Mania back in 2019, even a little bit in 2018. But his, I mean, even in 2019, chasing his first Bowman cards was wild, and and the prices they were going for back then were wild. Yeah, I I know you have a stockpile of of some of those boxes. I I mm-hmm. I grabbed a bunch um, over the past few months, and I I have them hidden away, and you know, Wander could he could really be the next you know superstar in the league um you know yeah, along, alongside soto tatis um you know vladdy acuna um you're you gonna know, leave your boy off that list possibly coming up this year j-rod i <laughs> yeah i mean he's not up yet so i can't you know I, I can't hype him too much but uh yeah so we do have series one coming out soon so we'll see it's the probably the lowest end product if you want to say but i think uh wander is probably going to keep the price is, uh, you know, I, I don't expect to see too yeah. drop. Um, well, we, he actually made our next segment. He made, he did one of Wander's cards did make our high roller, high dollar sale of the week. Yeah. Cards. Yeah. So let's touch on some of those. So yeah. Wander Franco gold shimmer auto out of 50. I, this seems really, really high. Yeah. It is. It's, it's the highest it did. eBay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, for those that they had it listed people, at 75, they took a best offer at 40. Yeah, I mean, for those that aren't too familiar with Bowman, like, you know, at least in tw- well this year now, like we have like eighty different parallels. But, um, you know, before you had like the true refractors, which is just you know the regular orange, red, gold, blue, um, you know, all those, and then there's also shimmer parallels. Um, the true refractors are like the chase. That's that's what you want. Um, if you're gonna go for anything, that's that's the one to chase. So to see a shimmer, uh, which is usually like kind of disrespected, um, I would say from like a resale standpoint, go for forty k. And it was, was it a, yeah. like a true gem? Was it a gem plus? Do you know? It was a minimum requirement. Nine and a half. Oh damn! I mean, it was it was it wasn't even top. It was a ten auto 
and a nine and a half uh, min grade. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so we also saw a uh, Bowman Draft Trout Refractor out of five hundred, a BGS nine five go for forty two k. What would you rather, the the Wander or the uh, or the Trout? I think I right now I'd probably rather uh, Mike Trout's established, right? So. I mean, his his market's been high. Wander comes out and hits, you know, ten bombs in the first month. That card could be eighty. Yeah, but what if Trout? Or you I mean, Trout's a, like kind of down right now. Like he's it is. Yeah, he's he was hurt. Bit, but um, yeah. What about what about one of the other big sales? So this is what can happen in the hobby. This is what's kind of fun about it. There's a little bit of gambling aspect, but there was a 2018 National Treasures Josh Allen RPA out of 99. Graded a BGS nine and a half, a tricolor patch, good looking card, sold for forty grand. Now I have to assume that was before the loss. <laughs> was it paid and, for though? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would say I, there's no real way to tell, but yeah, that's that's a problem with um, we've been seeing. I've been noticing. I, I've been kind of a victim of it. Is uh, before these big games. Um, you know, I'm not selling a forty thousand dollar Josh Allen card, but. You got dudes that are buying these cards, and then if they lose, <laughs> they're not paying for them. Um, yeah, brutal. But, yeah, for for sake of argument, we'll assume that it was paid for. Um, Pay for your cards, people. Yeah, don't be one of those dudes. A um, couple Brady's, uh, Leaf certified, um, gold out of thirty-five, BGS eight point five, sixty thousand. Seems kind of cheap, honestly. Um, Just a cool sixty k. Yeah, and then a two thousand SP authentic um, out of. Um, 1250 uh psa 10 for 95k so a couple which not... is arguably the second most sought after brady rookie yeah yep um yeah yep so nice low 95,000 for that um of course you got to give a shout out to joey b another natty treasures uh added 99 for for 50,000 and then uh a lone uh lone basketball card on there the the tops chrome lebron at a 99 bgs 9 for 100,000 that market's just it it still hasn't climbed back to, to what it was. That But what would that card go for in January of twenty twenty one? Oof. I mean you have to think at least like two fifty. I would think so. I, I mean that that hundred K it's it's ridiculous to think that a hundred K is a steal on that card compared to where the market was a year ago. I would bet if that was purchased a year ago, which it possibly could have been that person's taking probably a six figure loss. Um Ooh. Because you got to, I mean, look at his base, um, his base, uh, tops chrome. It's, I saw one on my slabs for 9,000 in a PSA 10. I think that, yeah, I think that thing was like 30, 35,000 at at the hype of the basketball. So, uh, did you pull the trigger on it? No. Was the wife watching? No, I don't do basketball, bro. Okay. I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's too boring. Um, and then a couple massive pulls. So we saw the controversial Wander Franco, Bowman Best, you know, uh, rookie card, not rookie card. But the Super Fractor was pulled. Um, so the, just the base 101, um, I believe they sent it to PSA for grading. I don't think it's popped yet. I don't. Do you see anything on that, Jake? No, but to speak on this card, not, not that you would ever complain about pulling the best prospect in baseball is one of one, but mm-hmm. every single card. So Luis Robert. Uh, Bo Bichette, all your top guys, Kyle Lewis and Jordan Alvarez last year, all had the rookie card logos on their moment best card. So there's no, and Wander was up last year. There's no reason that that rookie card logo should not be on that card. Yeah. 
I agree. I think it's just Tops trying to save the hype for Series 1, and, and that's it. Um, yeah. Brutal. But we also did have Flawless Basketball drop uh, yesterday, I believe, was release day, and, and we saw a couple couple big boys pulled. I know Leighton Sports Cards pulled the LeBron um, Flawless Diamond. Sick card, but also kind of boring. It's if you if you've never seen one, it's pretty much the NBA logo with a bunch of diamonds in it, and then uh, it, the player is, is on the back. Um, it's still going to be no auto, right? Yeah, there's no, no auto. On no, it. no auto. Um, so uh, cool card, but I, I don't know if it's got the best appeal to you know like visually. Um, and then wander. yeah, and then there's there's a couple uh, big logo mans out there in this in this product, and the Giannis. Uh, and, and Steph Curry duel was also pulled. So I know there's a LeBron triple. Um, and I know there's a bounty out on that already. Actually, the dude shine um, from the from the Logan Ball uh, saga. Yep. He mm-hmm. um, he's teaming up with another dude. Uh, I forget his name. I know his Instagram is like 72 woot woot, who has one of the most insane collections. He's the dude that bought um, the uh, Luca uh, logo man. Right, um, yeah. off off of shine they're they're teaming up and uh i don't know how much they're offering but they're, they're looking for that lebron triple uh logo man and, and they're they're offering big money i'm pretty sure for that so uh probably well, so let's rip some open man yeah probably won't be me uh twelve thousand dollar box i think it sold out pretty quick um on uh on panini's website too so Take a couple extra mortgages out. Yeah, I think I think those logo mans are kind of driving the driving the price up and and the uh, demand. So, um, I don't know. Imagine when there's going to be a couple years from now when when the basketball license lays under fanatics when they have dual logo man LeBron and Bronny. I mean, dude, dual. that'll be insane. I, I hope that's I hope that's where we're headed. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll get back into basketball then, but. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, Jake, you got anything else? No, I think that's it. Pretty eventful week. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we'll be back next week, maybe with a guest or two. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah we got a, we got a couple of things on the table here. But, uh, yeah, again, uh, you can you can uh, catch us on Twitter, uh, at GFNF, um, or you can hit me up on my personal, uh, at NappyBoy13. And then, Jake, why don't you, uh, why don't you plug yourself? At Wrigley Elite SC. Yeah, so uh, thanks again, guys, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks, guys.